Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Tonight, I will start the series called the breath of the Almighty. It may be about three to four times to teach this to finish the whole lesson because I will go slowly. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to learn about the precious Holy Spirit. Lord, we know that you are in heaven, Father. We know that the Lord Jesus is at the right hand of the throne of the Father. And nowadays, the Holy Spirit is the one who is moving, working, ministering on earth to us, in us, and through us, Lord. Therefore, we want to understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We want to understand how the Holy Spirit works in this planet earth, in this generation. Lord, we don't want to waste time. We don't want to live unfruitfully. We want to be fruitful for you. We want to make this life count. We want to be difference makers, Lord, in this life, in this generation. We want to leave a great legacy to the next generation if Jesus tarries to come, Father. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name that you will teach us, show us the things of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. He is the precious Holy Spirit. And one of the titles about the Holy Spirit that is recorded in the Bible is the breath of God or the wind of God or the breath of the Almighty. We thank God that we don't have to run our own life every day. We have the breath of God, the Spirit of God, who can lead us, who can guide us every day so that we will make the right decision, we go to the right place at the right time, saying the right thing, and we can avoid making mistakes after mistakes to the point that we may lose life, we may lose money and lose our family. We thank God for the Holy Spirit. And we should appreciate the Holy Spirit and also appropriate the work of the Holy Spirit. In this teaching, we're going to learn about the word, the breath of the Almighty. And I want to make a conclusion first before I go on to teach. What the breath of God or the wind of God does in our life. This is a conclusion and then I go into detail. Number one, the breath of the Almighty is the wind of creation. He fashioned the universe out of chaos into order. Everyone say creation. We're going to look at the scripture together. He is the wind of creation. Number two, he is the wind of life or the wind of animation. He gave life to Adam and Eve and he maintained their physical life and spiritual life. He is the wind of life. That's number two. Number three, 
The Holy Spirit is the wind of perception or connecting to God or knowing what God thinks or God's idea. When God gives the gentle breeze upon us by the Holy Spirit, we can know what He thinks and we can understand what is going on. In a blink of the eyes, we can pop know right away what's going on because the breath of God come upon us and bring the voice of God into our spirit. And we can know, we can have wisdom, what to do, what not to do, where to go. He is the wind of perception. Not really that. The Holy Spirit is the wind of direction. The Holy Spirit guide us. We don't know where the wind goes, but we can follow the wind. He can go right. He can go left. Our job is to follow the wind of God. And when we follow the wind of God, it will lead to life, to success, to the power, to the healing, to the deliverance. So God will guide us by His wind or the Holy Spirit. Not only that, the wind of God or the Spirit of God is also the wind of revitalization or renewal or revival or quickening and strengthening. As we live our life day by day, how many people by around 10 p.m. or midnight, something like that, some of us maybe 1 a.m., you feel tired and you feel that I need to go to bed. You feel that your energy is gone. Your eyes cannot open anymore. Your physical body feels so tired. You need some revitalization. You need to sleep. And some of us, when we are so hungry, we don't eat for three meals. By the end of the day, we feel like, oh, I need some food. I need some energy. I need some strength. We need to eat something or drink something. So the same way our body is revitalized, renewed, and revived by the breath of the Almighty. So now I'm going to go one by one. That is a summary of the ministry of the wind of God. So you can see that the wind of God or the breath of God is so important to our life. Let's look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 first. Genesis chapter 1, 1 and 2. Now we're going to talk about the wind of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, so it looked messy. No form, no order. And void, empty. And darkness was on the face of the deep. At the beginning, when God formed the earth by his spoken word, the earth was without form, void, and very dark. And the second sentence, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. At that time, the earth was just water. It's full of water. On the first day of creation of this earth, God saw that the earth was full of darkness and without form, without order. So God spoke, let there be light. And the Bible says, there was light in verse 3. Now we're going to come to the practical point. You understand that the way the Heavenly Father created anything, 
or make anything happen. He did not have to leave his throne. He did not have to pull up his leaf, walk out of the throne, and try to do something with his hand. He just spoke. Everyone says he speaks. God speaks the world into existence. His spoken word is so powerful. It's so full of faith, so full of power. So if He wants to heal you, very simple. He just say heal. Just one word, you get healed by spoken word. God make things happen, perform miracles by. I'm talking about the God the Father by His spoken word. But you notice one thing. Before God say, "Let there be light," what came before God spoke that powerful word or creative word? The Holy Spirit was hovering upon the surface of the water. This is the practical point. Before God speaks something to create or to build something or to make things happen, the Holy Spirit must show up first. The Holy Spirit shows up on the surface of the water, on the empty world. When Holy Spirit shows up, then God speaks. And after God speaks, who makes things happen on the earth? Who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit start to perform miracles on the surface of the earth, and then there was light. There was no light at the beginning. When the Holy Spirit moved according to the word of the Father, then. Boom! The light comes on. Then God spoke again. The water separate from the sky. There was water in the sky, vapor, the cloud, and then the ocean. And then God spoke again. The Holy Spirit moved again. Then there was the land. Then God spoke again. Animals, fish, and on and on. Trees, shrubs, all the grass came up. Every time the Holy Spirit shows up, God spoke His will, and the Holy Spirit make it happen. Okay, let me review one more time. The Holy Spirit shows up first. The Father speaks. After the Father speaks, the Holy Spirit move to make it happen. How we can apply this principle in our life? The principle is this: we all have. The grace of God in, on the inside of us. We have the Spirit of God in us. So everywhere we go, we bring the Holy Spirit with us, at certain degree. But there is also the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit on our life. We call the anointing. There are different measures of the anointing. The more, the better. So the principle is is that before we do anything. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. Why did we spend one hour worshiping a while ago? Why didn't we do just two songs and then quit? Because the Bible say the Spirit of God enthrones the presence of His people. When we praise God, the Spirit of God shows up. Is that right? When He shows up, He is ready to do something when the Father speaks. This is the way the prophecy work. The prophecy must come after the Spirit of God shows up. One of my mentors in the world who taught me about the Holy Spirit said that he was not looking for the good light and good carpet. 
every service, he was looking for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Even though you can have beautiful carpet, beautiful light, beautiful building, but the Holy Spirit does not show up, it doesn't mean anything. You need him to show up first. And after he shows up, God spoke. Holy Spirit, bring the word of prophecy into the man, into the heart, then the man prophesies. Oh, when the Holy Spirit shows up, God spoke from heaven and said, healed. Then the Holy Spirit healed those people. The Holy Spirit will work according to what God say. Everyone say, Holy Spirit comes. Everyone say, God speaks. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit works. So this is the way it works in the spiritual life. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the thick, tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. The more, the thicker He is, the better. The more presence of the Holy Spirit, the better, because He is the one who makes things happen, not you and me. Every time I go up to preach the gospel, I will depend on the Holy Spirit every time. You know, as you know, by my nature, I'm a very quiet man. I don't talk that much. I always sit down, listen to people. I don't talk. So it's so hard for me to come up and preach the message because I'm not a natural speaker. By, in my nature, I'm not a speaker. Therefore, I need the presence of the Holy Spirit. I remember when I walked into that New Zealand church and the first service at 8 a.m., I preached two services. Oh, I was so nervous to speak in front of these Kiwi people. Because I know I have accent, and they may not understand my accent. They have a different accent. Oh, when they will start to worship, I say, Holy Spirit, I need you, Lord. So that God can speak, the Father can speak through me. Within 10 seconds, the Holy Spirit came upon me. I felt the blanket upon my body. I sensed the presence of God upon me. Ooh, when I got up on this pulpit, I was like, non-stop. Keep preaching. I'm going to put that in the YouTube very soon so they can watch what happened in New Zealand. Oh, so wonderful. And the word of God coming out from heaven through me because the spirit of God shows up there. Amen? That's how God works. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit come first. Should we be hungry for the Holy Spirit? Should we be filled more with the Holy Spirit? This is why the devil tried to change the church service from having the Holy Spirit moving into the entertainment place so that we can kick the Holy Spirit out and get people to entertain in the church and Holy Spirit is out there somewhere else. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit when I was talking to my patients. I need the Holy Spirit when I performed surgery. I need the Holy Spirit when I was talking to my kids about something. Then God can speak through me Because when he comes, God will start to work and speak some powerful revelation or utterance to help people. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit shows up. The Father speaks. The Holy Spirit makes it happen. He can make it happen without you or with you. You can just stand there and people get healed without you laying on of hand. Or... It can happen to you when you lay hand or you speak word of prophecy or you preach or teach or you witness to somebody while you are evangelizing to somebody. The Holy Spirit 
speak through you, work through you. This is the way it works. God the Father is the source of every blessing, every kind of power, every kind of miracle. Everyone say, God the Father is the source. And what is a channel? How those things, how the miracle or power come into the world? Through the channel. And that channel is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we do everything in the name of Jesus. That's why we honor the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the channel where God's power and blessing and grace come through. And the Holy Spirit is the agent who brings that power to make it work. Let me read the scripture. John 5, 26. For as the Father has life in himself, the Father has anything, every good thing in himself. He is unlimited. So he has granted. Everyone say he has granted. So the Father is a source. He granted the Son to have life in himself. As the Father has life. The Father has power. The Father has wisdom. The Father has faith. The Father has knowledge. He is the one who grants you the knowledge, the power, the wisdom. He is rich. He has the money. He is the one who grants you money and prosperity and success. He has the healing power. He has life and health. Therefore, he can grant you the divine health. And healing. He is a source of every good thing. Acts chapter 2, verse 22. Men of Israel, hear this word Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him. Everyone say, True. Through who? Jesus. Everyone say, Jesus is a channel in your midst as you yourself also know. Through Jesus, miracles, healing, deliverance, provision, protection, prosperity, prophetic words come from the Father through Jesus Christ. That's why we need to be a born-again Christian because Jesus is the channel that God worked through us. Now look at Acts chapter 2, verse 33. The Bible says, Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, talking about Jesus, and through Jesus, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the agent that God poured into the church. He poured out this which you now see and hear. You can see here that the Holy Spirit was given to the church to do miraculous things, to give us power. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 Acts 1 8 the Bible says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is how a witness I study the Bible, I know the scripture, I am ready anytime. I get the scripture in me and make me understand the way of God. And when I start to witness to somebody, I will hook up to the Holy Spirit. I invite the Holy Spirit to rise up on the inside of me. And I began to say, Father, help me to speak the right word so that people can get saved. I need your direction. 
Then God the Father, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, through Jesus, spoke to me. Then I got the word from the breath of Almighty. Then I can speak exact word for the exact situation for the right people at the right time for their need to hear. I don't have a formula to say to people. No formula because each person to hear the gospel need different way of presentation of the gospel. Somebody may need, need to hear about healing. Somebody may need to hear about how God blessed me about my job. So he will guide you to say the right thing to the people at the right time according to their needs. Who guide us to say the right thing? The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit received that guidance from the Father. Are you following me? I'm trying to teach you how to walk on this earth by the help of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit here. From day to day, the Holy Spirit is at work. And when God spoke something, when God spoke the word of creation, let there be light, let there be water, the Holy Spirit was the one who ignited the things to happen. The word of God came from heaven and the Holy Spirit ignited to make light happen. The ground happened. The sea, the ocean happened. You can see that in the time of creation, God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit worked together as a team. He did not work for himself. Not only the Father, not only the Son, not only the Holy Spirit, but all three of them worked together to make creation happen. Let me read to you in Job chapter 26, verses 13 to 14. Think about this. How difficult, how powerful to put stars in the space. Is it difficult to put the stars in the space? You think it's a piece of cake? No. You know, when I sit on the big airplane made by Boeing, and when I looked through the window, I saw the wing of the airplane, that big airplane. And when the storm came against the airplane, and everyone put the seat belt on and sit there and shaking like this, or the coffee cup shaking, that big airplane was floating in the sky like this. And was thinking, oh, this engineer from Boeing must be very smart to be able to make that big, big metal thing flying in the sky at 20,000 miles in the air. And not only that, when the storm hit the plane, it still go on. It did not break into pieces. I was thanking God and I was thanking the engineer of Boeing at the same time when I was sitting in the airplane. And that is a miracle to me already. Now you can see God put the sun in the sky, put the stars up there. He made all this thing happen. He hung the earth in the space. Wow, how powerful. I want you to get this picture. How powerful our God is. How powerful the Holy Spirit is. He is Extremely powerful. He has power without limit. You need to come to know your Godlings this way. God has unlimited power. He is all powerful. Job chapter 26, 13 to 14 say, By His Spirit. Okay, God the Father spoke 
and who make it happen by His Spirit. He adorned the heavens. The heavens here doesn't mean heaven. The third heaven means the atmosphere, the space. He adorned the heavens with stars and the sun and the moon and all this planet, different kind of planet. He hand pierces the fleeing serpent. Indeed, these are the mere edges of his ways. And how small a whisper we hear of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? It's hard to understand the power of the breath of the Almighty. The Spirit of God who adorned the sky, the universe. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit is so powerful. He's big. Wow. And he is inside you. Amen. And when you get lay hand on, the spirit touch you. He's not just a little, little one. He's a big Holy Spirit. He's very powerful Holy Spirit. You need to know who the Holy Spirit is. Amen. The powerful Holy Spirit was totally involved in everything the Father designed. When he put the twinkling star in the sky, the thunderstorm come on. The Holy Spirit was involved in everything. When God spoke dry ground come into existence, the Holy Spirit moved and the dry ground happened in that day, in verse 9. And when God spoke, there would be grass and trees. Then the Holy Spirit moved and the grass and tree happened. The Holy Spirit created everything by the spoken word of the Father. And then you can see the fish begin to swim. And the birds began to fly. And animals began to appear on earth by the Holy Spirit. The breath of life. The breath of the Almighty created life on this earth. He was the winner of creation. Psalm chapter 33 verse 6. By the word of the Lord, by the word of the Father, the heavens were made. And the host of them, mean all the stars, by the breath of his mouth. What is the breath of his mouth? The Holy Spirit. So God compared the Holy Spirit to the breath of God, the breath of the Almighty. Psalm 33 verse 9. For he, mean the Father, spoke. I like God to spoke to me. Mom, bless you. I want God to speak to me. Dararat, Pasada, bless you. Healed. Long life. How many people want God to speak to you that way? How many people want God to speak to you blessing? Oh, I want him to speak blessing to me. How are you going to make God speak blessing to you? You need to be humble, obey him, love his church, do his will, follow his command, don't be a naughty boy, a naughty girl, be a humble person who depends on the compassion and the mercy of God. I learned lately from the scripture that when I approach God, I cannot say I deserve it. I always say, God has compassion on me. I know I make mistakes. Could you please bless me? And then God will say, bless you, mom. Mom is my nickname. When he says, bless, things happen. Because it's, his spoken word is very powerful. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Now, verse 9, for he spoke, and it was done. When he spoke, it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. I like that. 
when the father speaks something, it will happen, and nothing can shake it. It gonna happen. No devil, no man can stop it. This is why one of the reason I tell you the truth right now. As a doctor, I see sick people every day. I see cancer all the time. I see people suffer from sickness, losing job, losing family, dying. In my profession, and one thing that I make decision in my mind, God, I need your grace. Sickness can happen to me anytime. Cancer can happen to me as well because I'm one of the part of the humanity. Accident can happen to me. Bad things can happen. I treat one patient. She was lifting up the door at her. Workplace, and then she ruptured the disc in her neck, and she did not never get healed. And then the alumni kick her out. So they have to give testimony to the lawyer that she is not healed. She need to come back to see the doctor because the alumni labor industry want to kick her out. Don't just did not want to pay for her. When I look at the story, thirty-two years old woman have a disc rupture in her neck, and I say in my heart, God, I need protection. When I lift the luggage on the airplane, I need protection. I don't want to rupture my disc in the blowback. What do I do? I say, God, I fear you. I love you. I will do everything to please you. I want you to speak to me. Bless, heal, health, protection. I don't want to take the protection away from me. I want the Father to like me, to love me, and to show grace to me. So I will be very careful how I live. How I will, I will not abuse the kingdom. I will not abuse this church. I will not cheat in this church with time and money, anything. I have a fear of God in my heart because I want God to take my side. I don't want to get into trouble. Amen. I am the man who fears God because I see trouble every single day in my office, again and again. I don't want to even cheat one penny. Actually, I was standing there a while ago. I start to calculate. All the love offering that I got in Thailand and New Zealand, and I start to calculate how much I need to give ten percent to God. I don't want to cheat even one penny. No one knows because they give me envelope. No one see in my pocket. One hundred dollars, but who knows? God knows. I'm not going to cheat God with that one hundred dollars. I'm going to give ten percent to God. I want to be honest. I'm a I am a man who fear God. I want God to speak blessing. I don't want God to say, "Ah, oh, sorry, I cannot bless you. I cannot keep my mouth shut because you sin against me and you are not sincere to me." I want God to speak, and it happened, and it stood, stand fast, and nothing can shake me. Amen. Now you know the scripture; you understand. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were together in the time of creation, in the book of John, chapter one. Verses one to three. Let me read to you John one one to three. The Bible say, "In the beginning was the Word, mean Jesus, and the Word was with God the Father, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men." So God the Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Son were together. Hebrew chapter one verse two, 
has in this last day spoken to us by His Son, whom He has appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the worlds. So God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit together make the world. Everyone say, God, is, the Father is the source. The Father is the source. Everyone say, Jesus is the channel. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit. Make it happen. We need the Holy Spirit. Is that right? And we want God to speak on our behalf. Okay. Now, the Spirit of God is also the spirit of perception or knowing. I can read from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 to 16. Let me ask this question. What happened when you speak? What happened? When you speak, air comes out from your lungs. Is that right? You produce air, and the air passes through your vocal cord. You move your lips and you move your tongue. With the lips and the tongue and the air come out through your vocal cord. You produce voice. The, this, there is no the, TH in Thai language. So when I move to America, it's very hard for me to say the wind. Like this. It's very, because in Thai, we don't have this kind of thing. <laughs> oh, valve. There's no V like this in Thai language. We have only the bunju, wa, no V. So I have to do my lips and my tongues and produce sound, produce air throughout my mouth to make sound. Is that right? The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the breath of the Almighty. In other words, the breath of the Almighty or that air that comes out from Him is the outbreathing that bring the voice of the Father into humanity. Everyone say, the Holy Spirit speaks. He is the voice of the Father. 1 Corinthians 2, 6-16, to listen carefully. However, we speak, we mean the apostles, Paul and his team, wisdom among those who are mature, yet are there immature Christians? Yes. Are there some baby Christians? Yes. We want to be mature Christians. Yet not the wisdom of this age, not the intellectual wisdom of the people in the world, the PhD, the intellectual guy. This is the wisdom of God. Nor of the ruler of this age who are coming to nothing. How many Kings and professors have died and disappeared and no one remembers their name. They all come to nothing one day. Only God will remain for eternity. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the age for our glory. Which none of the rulers of this age, none of the smart guy, none of the uh, people who have position on earth. No. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. How many people love God in this room? So if you love God, God has something to tell you, to show you with your eyes, to tell you through your ears, 
and to speak to you. He will reveal his mysteries, his secret to those who love God. I love God. I know God can reveal his mystery to me. I don't want to know the wisdom and the mystery of God. Okay, but God now come to the point now. Who gonna reveal reveal that? Who gonna communicate to us? Who gonna speak all this word of wisdom to us? Now, verse 10 say, but God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. Wow, Christian who reject the Holy Spirit, who blaspheme the Holy Spirit, who say I don't want Holy Spirit is not very wise. Christians who say I don't want the touch of the Spirit is not wise because the one who's going to bring the mystery from God to us is the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things; He knows all things. Including the deep things of God. For what man knows the thing of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? I can lie to you; you may not know my heart, but my spirit know inside me whether I lie or not. My spirit know what is going on in my spirit. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit, capital S, who is from God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Wow! Thank God, the mystery of God is free of charge. We don't have to pay. God is so good. These things we also speak not in words which man wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. The Holy Spirit can reveal to you His mystery, the mystery of God. He can teach us the truth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. We should not be just a natural man. We should be spiritual man. We should yield to the Holy Spirit, fill with the Holy Spirit, walk with the Holy Spirit, so that we can be the spiritual man, so that we can receive the things from the heaven. Okay, which the Holy Spirit teach compare spiritual thing with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness. To him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things; yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Who can know the mind of God? The Holy Spirit. And who bring the mind of God to us? The Holy Spirit. How many people want to know more? How many people want to know the way of God, the things of God? Who brings the things of God to you? The knowledge of God, the Holy Spirit. This teaching mainly is to inspire you to number one see the function or the ministry of the breath of the Almighty, the Spirit of God. Two, you realize that the creation is made. By the power of God, and the Holy Spirit shows up first. The Father speaks; things happen. Okay. And number three, I want to inspire you to really get to know the Holy Spirit. Develop the lifestyle of fellowshipping and walking with the Spirit every day. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Following the re- direction of the Holy Spirit, honoring the Holy Spirit. This Sunday, I'm going to talk about honoring the Holy Spirit on Sunday morning in the series called "Led by the Spirit." And we 
hungry. Open up our spirit. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to receive the knowledge of the Almighty. We need to know what is going on, what to do, what to say. He is with us to help us. We need to develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit. We should not ignore the Holy Spirit. We should not leave Him alone. We should always look to Him, connect to Him, listen to Him, depend on His guidance, and let Him work together with us. That should be the lifestyle of every believer. Amen? I know it will not happen overnight. I know it will not happen in five days. I myself growing in this area. I am better this year to follow the Holy Spirit than 10 years ago. I'm developing this lifestyle, learning how to walk with the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was walking on earth, he hooked up to the Holy Spirit 24-7, 100% of the time. Everything he say come from the Father and the Holy Spirit tell him what to say. I like to live that way. I like to be led by the Spirit. I like to be led by the breath of the Almighty. I want the breath of the Almighty speak through me and to me all the time. Amen? Amen. How many people convinced now that the Holy Spirit is good? How many people convinced now that we need the Holy Spirit to show up first? How many people say, I invite the Holy Spirit? I welcome the Holy Spirit. How many people say, I'm going to live in the fear of God. And I want God to speak good to me. I want God to speak life to me. Amen. I want God to be pleased with me. He's going to say, long life, good days, blessing, prosperity, strength, successful, fruitfulness. I want God to speak like that to me and the Holy Spirit make it happen. That's why the Bible says, Those who fear the Lord, their children will inherit the land, shall be mighty in the land. I want to be that kind of father. I fear the Lord, and God bless my children. He will speak the blessing to my children. Amen? Please, don't play game with God. Please, don't take sin lightly. Repent of your sin as soon as possible. Please, live a life that honors the Lord every single day. Please, depend on the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit work with you. Let God speak on your behalf. The miracle, the power, the things that God will show you what to do every single day. I know it's not easy, but I believe this teaching, the knowledge of this teaching will help you to develop that lifestyle. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us about the breath of the Almighty, the wind of creation, the wind of perception. Oh, Lord, train us in this generation. Help us to know by your revelation who the Holy Spirit is in our life. We don't want just to have knowledge that decorates our brain. We want to have a revelation in our heart. And we want to experience 
the power, the grace, and the help of the Holy Spirit. We want to experience the breath of the Almighty every day. Father, help us to live in the fear of God, reverence fear, to honor You, Lord. We will not take Your kingdom lightly. We will not play game with You, Lord. If we sin against you in any way, maybe some of us has not forgiven somebody. Maybe some of us has been cheating God. Maybe some of us do not treat you in an honorable way. Lord, help us to repent. We want to be right in your eyes. We need your protection. We need your guidance. We need your blessing, Lord. We want you to speak to us. Bless you, like you spoke to Adam in the Garden of Eden before sin entered the world. You say to Adam, Lord, I bless you, multiply and fill the earth. Lord, we want this church and the congregation here to multiply and fill the earth. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry in Europe, in Thailand, in America, in New Zealand. Now, Father, we thank you, Father, that you shall expand us to touch the world for you, Lord. You bless us with the blessing of Abraham, so that we can bless the nations for you, Father. We thank you, Father, for teaching us the truth concerning your precious Holy Spirit tonight. We promised you that we will be doers of your word, Father. Thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You learned something tonight. Hallelujah. How many people say I can practice what I learned today? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! How many people want to have more measures of the Holy Spirit? How many people want to be like Jesus? The Bible says Jesus has the Spirit without measure, without limit. His anointing is without limit. I want to grow more in the anointing. I want to have more anointing in my life. I want more. So that I can be more effective for God, Amen. I want to be the blessing to other people. I cannot do that without the help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
Thank you.